You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. And welcome back. I'm Heather Carroll. And I'm Teresa Curley. And that music means it's time for Honor Honor Our Our Fathers. Fathers. Today's Honor Our Fathers segment on the Real Presence Radio Network is brought to you in part by Kubacher Trucking. Kubacher. Kubacher Trucking delivers road materials, rock, and topsoil for lawn and garden. Jack will drop by his customer's sites to give estimates on materials and cost. Jack can be reached at 307-680-1814. Drum roll. Today we honor... Father Grant Lacey from Mount Marty University. Woo-woo! One of our own. All right. Rose nominated Father, saying, I am a student at Mount Marty University and would love to nominate our school chaplain, Father Grant Lacey. He has made the sacraments readily available to all students and witnesses God's joy and love to us every day. Father Grant Lacey is the first diocesan priest assigned to Mount Marty University, and he is truly positively impacting our campus. I am currently a senior at Mount Marty, and I have grown in faith and deepened my relationship with Christ more this year than in any other year past. The confession and adoration that is available on campus have helped me truly place God as the center of my life. I am so thankful to Bishop DeGrood and the Diocese of Sioux Falls for their generosity towards Mount Marty University. All right, that's awesome. So we'd like to thank Kubacher Trucking. Again, for sponsoring this week's Honor Our Fathers, Kubacher Trucking delivers road materials, rock, topsoil for lawn and garden. Jack will drop by his customer sites to give estimates on materials and costs. Jack can be reached at 307-680-1814. Thank you to Kubacher Trucking. I always feel like doing like the the WrestleMania. <laughs> But I don't know if Jack would appreciate that. (laughs) (laughs) It's worth an ask. Yeah. So, Teresa, you and I are co-hosting today. We haven't co-hosted together for a while, and there's probably a reason for that. Even though I'm in control of it, but, you know. Yeah. What's up, Heather? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) So, what did you think of our interview with the ladies? It was just really inspiring to me. So, like, I've been intending... I've been intending to get involved with Walking with Purpose basically since I moved to Sioux Falls because it was, I think it was the first weekend at St. Lambert's when I moved here that Linda gave a talk after Mass talking about Walking with Purpose and how she's going to start it up at the parish. And I actually signed up, but then I had like overcommitted to a million things like as soon as I moved to Sioux Falls. And so it just kind of didn't happen. But I think um, more recently I've been really searching for community with other women. And I think this is kind of the Lord saying, okay, Teresa, like it's time. Right. There's more opportunities available to you. Do you find, so you're newer to town. I won't call you new anymore because you've been here for a winter. So once you've made it through a winter, you're official. It's been over six months. Has it really? Yeah. Wow. So when you first moved to town, how do you decide what you're going to be a part of and what you're not? I mean, isn't that a question for so many of us? Like, there's so much going on. If you really look, there's a lot going on. How do you decide? (laughs) To be really honest, I decided (laughs) to be a part of everything. (laughs) I signed up for How's that been working out for you? (laughs) Yeah, it hasn't. (laughs) It hasn't. (laughs) Yeah. But isn't that the thing is like you get all excited and you're like... I'm going to go do something about this. I'm going to go start 18 different things. And then what happens? 
you end up doing none of them. Yeah. Why? Yeah, it's just total overload, just like overwhelming. And I think something that I've been kind of learning is just the beauty of getting involved in your home parish Mm. um, and just kind of use that as a kickboard for everything else because you need a spiritual home. And like every parish is going to offer something, right? But to be really as involved in your parish as you can and to make those connections and relationships has been really helpful. Yeah, yeah. Because sometimes I, so I work at, the radio station (laughs) everybody knows that (laughs) and then on the weekends i work at the mustard seed and so i literally only have one day off a week Mm. and so i i often don't make it to christ the king for mass quite often i make it to saint michael's or saint lambert's or holy spirit or the cathedral, whichever time fits me the best. But when I go back to Christ the King, and I've been a member there for, I guess we're going on about 15 years now. Yeah. I go back and I'm like, this is home. Mm. And I forget that that parish is home to me. And I miss the people and I miss the community. And so I think that is important to make the time to go home. You know what I mean? Because it there really is something is. about committing to a parish and committing to that parish life and being a member of it. Yeah. And I, yeah. And I think also, like, if you're really committing to your parish family, like, the different people are there at the parish for a reason, right? So, like, if you're church hopping a lot, you can tend to um, have kind of the same, I guess, demographic of friends at every parish, right? So, like, I know a lot of young adults at a bunch of different parishes. But the more involved I am at St. Lambert's, the more I get to know, like, the young moms and the grandparents and the Mm -hmm. single people. Like, it's really a more holistic view of the church, and those relationships are necessary for a reason. Yeah. You know? So, um, I I don't know. It just really helps you see a vision of the church as a whole and then also as a family. Yeah. So, thinking of Bible studies, um, have you participated in many Yes and no. Um, a few years ago, I was involved with a couple focus Bible studies. They weren't like run by focus missionaries, but it was like the same programs. So I have done a couple of those. And then a lot more informal kind of Bible discussions, but not really so much of an organized study. Okay. Because I'm thinking about, you know, um, so often I don't have the time. And mm. I say that I don't have the time, but it's really I don't make the time. mm because there's a difference. Yeah, there really is. There really is a difference. And I think in our society, we have become so obsessed with being busy. Yes. Like, if you're not, like, if somebody says, how are you? And you don't say, oh, I'm just crazy busy. <laughs> oh, you know, and it's dramatic. And oh, I'm just, I'm so busy. If you don't respond that way, then maybe you're a lazy lump on a log. Yeah, you feel so guilty. Right? Don't you? Yeah. Why is that? Can yeah. we open that up a little bit? Yeah. I don't know. So, like, for me, there's always been a feeling of I need to be doing something productive. So, even in my leisure time, like, I wasn't content to, like, work on my stamp collection. I used to collect stamps. I can't do that anymore. It would have to be, like, I'd have to be cooking or creating something. I couldn't just enjoy something for the sake of enjoying right. it. I had to be productive and busy. And now that we've got technology that has gotten so much worse, because you can't even sit and watch a movie. Mm, you need to be doing something while you're watching the movie. <laughs> I know. I 
And this is what I, I've really been working on this. This Lent is like, you know, putting my phone down, literally. Mm. Just like, because you, okay, at the beginning of Lent, your phone died. For over a week. I didn't For, have a phone. And it was, it was what? <laughs> I loved it. It was glorious. I loved it. Actually, I'm still very slowly giving out my phone number, not going to lie. <laughs> No, it was just, it was just really good because like the first couple days I was full of anxiety about like, oh no, all these people are going to try to contact me. I'm lost without my GPS. Like what, Literally. what can I do? Yeah. And it was kind of funny because I had a trip to Aberdeen planned for a couple days. I was going to be and gone for a couple days. how many pieces of paper did it take? <laughs> I know. It's so, it so funny. So many people drew me maps. I like pulled off on the road and went into a furniture store and asked for the right way. Like, and it was just really beautiful because not only was my mind more at rest, but I was also able to have a lot more direct interactions with people. It wasn't all just like sending memes or like, you yeah. know, just like random conversations. And I wasn't constantly glued to my phone. I could be more present to the people I was around. It was the most freeing thing in recent times. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that inspired me because I am not doing the best on my Lenten choices, you know, like, so you have choices of what you're going to do for Lent and, you know, how is it going to shape your life? And I always come up with these big lofty goals, right? Yeah. And then I fail miserably. But I think um, Father Paul Rutten says it the best. He's like, you always have to choose something big and grandiose so that if you're successful at it, it wasn't your doing, it was huh. God's doing. Huh. And so that's, I always go grandiose for Lent because I always think about that. And yeah, I come short, but I just keep getting up every day and trying again. But it's your losing of your phone inspired me to kind of add that part to my Lenten activities, (laughs) if that makes sense, because I want to sit and if I'm going to watch a movie with my daughter, I want to sit and watch a movie with my daughter and put my phone down. Mm. You know, and it's yeah, hard and you don't realize how often you go to pick it up. Yeah. And to, for what? I don't know. Exactly. I don't know. Like, I'm picking it up just to pick it up because I haven't looked at whatever in like three minutes. Yeah. Like, okay. I'm not going to lie. The first <laughs> couple of days without my phone, I was walking around with my personal laptop <laughs> because I was like that glued to like, really? I'm going to miss something like, and I don't know what I'm going to do if I'm like waiting in the car to go someplace. I need to be like, scrolling. Um, fortunately, like that's pretty impractical. <laughs> so I got tired of that quickly, but that was how, how badly I was addicted to it. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So when you are thinking about, okay, so you went without your phone, what did you miss out on? You went without your phone for a week. Honestly, like... You plug back in, you get a new phone, it comes to life, you're checking out social media. What did you miss? Nothing, really, because, like, <laughs> honestly, by that point, like, right? most people knew that I didn't have a phone, and so if they really needed to get in contact with me, they found other ways of doing it, you know? So, it's just, like, I missed out on the being able to respond to things immediately. Like, I, oh, I lost out on my opportunity to be impatient. That's what I missed. <laughs> and I'm telling you, I missed that so much. I really did. But that was the only what thing. What do you mean? Like, I'm the world's most impatient person. And anyone who knows me and who's listening to this knows that to be true. Like, 
in many. In- <laughs> okay, the audience is shaking their head. My yes. daughter, my daughter is here listening, and she's shaking her head. Yeah, and so like really, like not having a phone slowed me down. Like I found myself automatically driving slower. Like just everything was more intentional. Like I would slowly walk to the mailbox and check my mail and chat with neighbors. I wasn't just like on the phone while I'm doing that or like talking to people, you know, it was just like more intentional. So I kind of lost the easy ability to be impatient. Now that I have my phone back, we're still working on it, but it was just kind of a glimpse of like, wait, this is what a peaceful, holistic life could look like. (laughs) Wow. Well, folks, if you're just tuning in, I'm Heather Carroll. And I'm Teresa Curley. And we are your hosts this morning for Real Presence Live. You are so lucky. We are broadcasting today from Sioux Falls, South Dakota, and we are just having a little bit of banter time before our next guest, um, which is going to be an absolutely amazing guest. Um, Was in prison for over 20 years, was sentenced to life in prison. Without parole. Without parole. He is here with us today, but he's going to be on at 10. So we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, more with Teresa and Heather. Stay right with us. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Rose Management is a family-owned business that believes in good morals, doing the right thing, and treating our residents as family. Rose Management provides housing to complexes throughout North Dakota and Minnesota. All Rose Management's properties and our maintenance staff are in a centralized location in their cities. For questions, Rose Management can be reached at 701-237-6840 or online at rosemanagement.net. Again, that number is 701-237-6840. You know, we mentioned uh, Catholic Answers earlier. Yes. And, you know, not only are they a good uh, source of information on the, uh, on the radio, over the air, but a lot of times, you know, they might not ask the question that you want to hear. So you go to the website, and they've mm-hmm. got a Q&A thing that, you know, they answer just about every kind of question that somebody might have. And so it's, uh, you know, you come to Catholic Radio for answers. And even if you don't hear it over the air, there are other sources. And, you know, just about everybody on Catholic Radio has a book that has been written (laughs) to address any number of different, you know, uh, aspects of the church and its history. And so, you know, it's just a wonderful source of information and it's a wonderful uh, means of evangelization. And we know it's effective because we hear from people. This is Doug Winter from St. Mary of the Lakes in Detroit Lakes, Minnesota. Thank you for listening to Real Presence Radio. At the University of Mary, we offer an education for the whole of life. Our values-based, flexible, and affordable education will prepare you for success and help you become a leader in your field. Whether you want to start your degree for the first time or continue your education, whether you are a working professional or want to pursue school full-time, join us for an education that will help you make a positive impact in our community. Discover the Mary difference. UMary.edu. That's UMary.edu. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to Real Presence Live. I'm Teresa Curley. And I'm Heather Carroll. 
and we are your hosts this morning. <laughs> sorry, Heather's laughing at me because I'm fidgeting with playing with the duct tape. So I'm, I'm sorry for that. Talk about like fidgeting. Like fidgeting. That's, that's the hard thing of not having a phone. You have nothing to fidget with. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So we've been talking this morning about, uh, we had a great interview with Linda and Angie um, talking about uh, Walking with Purpose. It's a website that you can go to and there's a bunch of Bible studies on there. I don't know why, but words are just escaping me this morning of like how to describe things. Adjectives <laughs> are hard. Um but uh, we were just talking about our own Lenten journeys so far. And at the beginning of Lent, Teresa lost her phone. And so then that kind of inspired me to think about my own phone usage. And I cannot tell you that I'm doing really great, Teresa, on putting the phone down. But I want to be more cognizant of it. So like Marcus and I, my gentleman friend, I don't like calling him my boyfriend because that sounds like I'm 12. <laughs> um <laughs> We will go out to eat, and he has always left his phone in the car. Hmm. Always, when we go out to eat and spend the evening together. He always leaves his phone in the car. I, as a mother, have made an excuse that I have a kid, and so I want to be available. But I'm very cognizant of leaving the phone in my purse. Hmm. So, the other thing that I... have a question for you about okay so you said also that you aren't as easily readily available okay so for my job that needs to on monday through friday usually around the 9 a.m hour i need to be readily available because things might happen with the live show right and so there are certain aspects of my job that require me to be you know attached to my phone a little bit Hmm. but There's been times when I've been out to eat with Marcus, and after I'm done, I'll look at my phone, and there will be like six missed calls, 15 text messages, Mm -hmm. the guilt. Yeah. What would you say about the guilt of missing all of that? Honestly, I feel that in a very real way because, okay, so we were talking earlier about how important it is to be present to your parish family, right? Right. So, like, for me, something I struggle with is, like, I um, want to kind of be, like, all things to all people, right? So, like, if someone Uh. needs something, I want to be there, be able to be immediate like i want to have really good relationships with everybody in the world which is like totally now. impractical i'm just gonna right? leave now because it is so me <laughs> oh my gosh i'm right? leaving and so just like not being able to do that just so much anxiety right and um i think being forced to have to step away from that is kind of like no like my primary relationship is with the father and if i don't have that in place if i'm not making time for him i can't be present to other people but then also like, it's really my relationships with those people. Like, that's not it. It's really the father's relationship with the people. And so if I'm not capable, if I'm not present to be able to do that, he's going to work through it anyway, right? So it's not about me. And so, like, being so, like, needing to be present to everybody, needing to help everybody out, that's that's a prideful thing, right? Like, it's wow. not, because it's not me. It's about the father. I'm just, like, blown away. Celia, I'm just like blown away. That is amazing because that is so accurate. But that's something I'm struggling with so much because it's like so easy to get like lost in the train of productivity and I need to be doing something. It's like, no, I just really need 
to be, and I need to be in the Father's presence. And, and so what's going to happen that. if I don't answer that phone call right now and I wait an hour or two or three? Exactly. Am I yeah. really that fancy that they need to talk to me right now? <laughs> right. You know, am I right. really that important? And it's, and it's also and something that I've been working with my daughter on is boundaries. Because creating healthy boundaries in your life is so important. And I'll lecture her about this, but then I don't practice it. Mm. And so the thing about it is, is that it's like, okay, so to create the healthy boundary that, okay, so my mom texts me and then I respond within three minutes. I'm creating that boundary of I'm going to respond within three minutes. Mm. Does that make sense? Totally. Yeah. So if I change the boundary and I don't always respond directly and instantly, mm-hmm. people are going to have to get used to that. Yeah. And that's uncomfortable for me. Really, really uncomfortable. And now you could also, like, just devil's advocate here, like, you could also answer the (laughs) other point, and this was something I was really tempted to do, and I did get a phone back, was, um, okay, no, like, I'm so used to just, like, having, it became, like, personal time for me, like, not even so much personal time with God, personal time with me, because I'm so great, you know, (laughs) and so that there's, like, a hesitancy to be, like, give of yourself to others, right? Like, because there's also the temptation to just, like, be a recluse and, like, seclude yourself from being in relationship with people, if that makes sense. Because mm-hmm. that can sometimes be a more comfortable spot. So, I don't know. What was the name of that Bible study they were talking about? Keeping balance? I think I need to do that <laughs> one. Let's start that one Coming somewhere. Here. We're going to invite people down to the basement at Canfields, and we're going to have a women's Bible study, and Brett's just going to have to ignore us. But, yeah, I mean, that is... And I... um I'm on the executive team for the Catholic Women's Professional League, and we've mm. started having public meetings. And that was one of the t- many topics um, that we keep talking about is balance, 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 mm. balance. And it's like, yeah. what does that really look like? Yeah. Because devil's advocate for my phone is that for me, it's also doing mind-numbing things. Mm-hmm. And playing silly games and so then it makes me question okay when i'm using that time to goof off you know that is okay to relax and goof off but is it really relaxing Mm. yeah because you i tend to be i'm the person that's like it's one o'clock in the morning and i'm still looking at stuff what am I looking at? I've gone down this rabbit hole and now I'm learning how to make my own, I don't know. Macrame planter. <laughs> yeah, no, it's so easy to do. Like, so is that really that relaxing? Oh. No. No. It's almost like I need to put a timer on my phone. Yeah. Yeah, like for me, like you're talking about boundaries, like for... I guess just like my personality in particular, like I need to have very tight boundaries with myself or else like it's a totally hopeless cause. So like my phone boundaries is not with ever, yourself. Oh yeah. Like my phone is not ever allowed in my bedroom. And it's not because like I'm so great with boundaries. It's like, no, that is a necessity for me because otherwise, yeah, I will be up until 3am either literally talking on the phone or just like scrolling through mindless things. Yeah. And I just 
don't have the self-control to not do that. Wow. So it's kind of like I can't even give myself the opportunity. And that goes like through many different aspects of my life, really. I hear you. But, um, Boundaries with yourself. I love that because I've avoided having a TV in my room for ever forever and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever and then um just with the way my house so i'm very introverted and i really like i don't know if you've ever seen that homer simpson thing uh where it's homer simpson sitting up in the upstairs bedroom just peeking out the window and he's like (laughs) and it's like a meme that says like me after half a day of interacting with humans or something like that you know and he's just like hiding out in his bedroom that is so 100 percent me <laughs> like after i've been social i'm like yeah. hide out in my room you know and so the way you know I, my house can tend to be full at times mm-hmm. and me being an intrude i i want my little space you know and so i go up into my little hidey hole and <laughs> your daddy's sitting here laughing <laughs> so are you because you both have experienced my hidey yeah. hole <laughs> but i think i i love the fact that you're putting boundaries on yourself you know it sounds it sounds like a really great thing but honestly it's just survival <laughs> survival you've learned like, i'm not even joking yeah you've learned yeah So, but I think that's important. Like you need to like learn what works for you. And, you know, there's so many different ways to keep balance and it's going to change different periods of your life. And everyone's balance is going to look different. Like what does that mean? So it's okay that I have my hidey hole. I think so. For now. (laughs) Maybe reconsider in six weeks, but for now you're okay. (laughs) If you don't come out, we're going to have concerns. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. I'll be knocking on your door. I know where you live. Yeah, right? (laughs) Well, folks, if you're just tuning in, I am Heather Caro. And I'm Teresa Curley. We are your hosts this morning. We've just been chatting about um, balance and life and... Uh, just different things. We had uh, Linda and Angie on for our first half an hour talking about living in the Father's love. It's a Bible study, um, part of the Walking with Purpose. So go to walkingwithpurpose.com if you wanted to find out more information. Our second hour is completely dedicated to one man, Reed Holiday. I had a conversation with him on the phone for maybe 20 minutes, and I yeah, was blown away blown away yeah. by this next guest so he is getting an entire hour folks uh you'll definitely want to stay tuned and you'll want to check out the podcast afterwards because i guarantee you it's going to be worthwhile so Teresa and i are going to take a quick break and then when we come back we're going to have reed holiday on and he's going to share his life his life with us so stay tuned more real presence live right after this <laughs> <laughs> 